something about your love Yeah, there's something about your love Hey everybody, welcome to episode one of volume one. We made it. Of, we did uh, it. The Whiskey Geeks podcast. Uh, I am Tim. I'm Alex. And uh, we're two brothers. We're on a quest to bring you the perfect pairing of the comic and whiskey combo. Absolutely. Thank you so much to everybody who watched our teaser trailer that came out a little bit ago and for subscribing and liking the stuff so far. If you've gone to our website, thank you. If you haven't gone to the website, we have a website. (laughs) It's going to show up right here. It's thewhiskeygeeks.com. So, hey, we're here. This is episode one. Um, We're just going to get right into this week's pairing and then we're going to talk about uh, some stuff, <laughs> some of the, some housekeeping stuff, um, and yeah. then kind of tease out what we're, what we're doing for the rest of, um, the volume, uh, yes, or, volume or one. yeah, we're season, uh, if you will. But today, uh, let's just get right into it. We thought we would start out with, um, with some classics, you know, yeah. I know a lot of people out there in the whiskey world or the whiskey community, this is old hat to you. Um, for those in the comic world, this book is probably no stranger to you as well, because it's uh, kind of legendary on both sides. But we wanted to kick yeah. off this entire show with something classic across the board. Nothing's surprising, nothing's crazy, but you know, this is fan favorites on all sides. Yeah. Um, what is our pairing today, sir? Well, we. Well, we, we were talking about what it was we were going to launch with, and we've got some really cool stuff coming up that we'll talk about, but we thought, okay, what's more classic to the superhero comic book genre than Superman? So we're like, okay. We started so the whole thing. The whole thing, right? So we decided, okay, we're going to pick a Superman book, and mm-hmm. what about on the whiskey side? Well, what got us into drinking whiskey, enjoying scotch in particular was Lagavulin 16. Yeah. Yeah, I, so, I think that was the first... It's been so long and there's been so many whiskeys. So um, many. But but I do think that Lagavulin 16 was the first time for me personally that I, I drank something that was, you know, pricey because it's not a yeah. cheap whiskey by any means. No. And it was the first time that I drank something and went, oh... This, oh, isn't, this, is, what, this is what we're talking about. <laughs> this isn't Canadian Club or... No crown royal this is this is like a whole other thing yeah well this was like Um, not only was this our introduction into sort of like a like tier one whiskey right this was also our introduction to isla which is our absolute favorite region of yes. whiskeys as well, right? It's our favorite yeah. Scotch region over in Scotland. So yeah, it's I've kind got of one. A, I've I've got a region. I, yeah, I know you. That's do. <laughs> it's coming. It's yeah. uh, uh, oh, we'll get to that in yeah, future yeah. episodes. There's a teaser for you, but yeah, I mean, Isla's our favorite. I know a lot of people really like Isla. Isla's one of those things where this is a weird comparison. It's like cilantro, <laughs> like you love it or you hate it. Um, you know, and again, if if you're one that doesn't really like smoky scotches. Just stick with us, folks. We will get you there. We've got yeah. some, we've got some whiskeys that can that are nice entry level Isla whiskeys. There's Isla whiskeys that aren't peated, which we're going to yes, get to are. as well. So don't be afraid if you don't like drinking a campfire. Yeah, it's not all of that. That's fine. This, it's however, is that <laughs> this, however, is, this is that is just peat right away. So Lagavulin sixteen, 
I mean, if you don't have a bottle of this in your house, please, when this episode is done, just go buy one. Um, it's every house should have it. This is actually, and this is the embarrassing thing. This was a bottle kill for me. Yeah. <laughs> so Which I'm now real, actually yeah. out. So hilarious <laughs> how I don't practice what I preach, but I'm well, going to, no, it just I'm means that you've been enjoying it and now you have I to really go have. get yourself another one. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. That's, that's the thing with doing this show too. I'm, I'm noticing that my bottles are disappearing a whole lot quicker with writing yeah. articles and trying to figure out pairings and stuff like well, that, which I yeah, mean, it's a great back problem to have. Oh, it is. Um, so the leg of Will in 16 is matching up with a Superman. What Superman did we decide to go with and, and why I think is yeah. also a really important thing. So now, I mean, I just pulled my action comics number one out of my collection and we were going to do that one. Um, sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, if we had that, we would be doing that. You, but... you broke your 9.8 CGC sealed one to, you know, get a nice, yeah, you know, one that's like $20 yeah. million dollars or something. Sure. Like sure. Oh, yeah. Um, we decided to go with this, uh, this beautiful thing right here, uh, Superman mm-hmm. Unchained. Um, by two of our favorites uh, in the comic industry right now. So it's written by Scott Snyder, who is doing just, I mean, he's just hitting everything out of the park right now. And then it's penciled by Jim Lee, who is Mm. on my personal Mount Rushmore of comic book Oh, I I think he's on the ultimate Mount Rushmore of comic book artists, possibly creators. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Writer and artist. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Um. Before we get into the story, um, for you, just because we talked about how Lagavulin and Sixteen was kind of our introduction into the, the like the yeah. higher end whiskeys, so you know, reading comics and stuff was a thing as kids that we did. You know, we yeah. read stuff back in the in the nineties and everything. And then, I mean, I definitely took a break. I know you did as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, life got life got in the way a little bit, but, but I remember so we found our way back. <laughs> found my way back, and honestly, the book that got me back into liking comics as a person in my late twenties um, was this uh, DC new 52 justice league. Um, yes. And I, I specifically picked it up for this cover and I was like, Whoa, this artwork <laughs> is bananas this. Yeah. done by Jim Lee. And so this yeah. was my first um, like experience big jumping with, back in. Yeah. And it was my first experience with Jim Lee. Cause again, I took a, a huge break. I mean, I remember, I know you've got some of them. I remember sure. the X-Men run from, from back in the day, like when, this? when Jim Lee did it. Yes. Those ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess technically I had seen Jim Lee stuff and then. Sure. But you didn't really appreciate it for what it was back when we exactly. were like teens. Right. Well, and the, another hilarious thing real quick, and then we'll get into this actual pairing. This is a long preamble. Um, one of the books that I really liked as a kid was the Punisher. He was, I love that character. He's my favorite comic book character. I think Um, it rotates, but he's my guy. Um, And specifically it was the Punisher war journal books. And then when I got back into it later as an adult, I started picking those books up again. And then I realized that he was the penciler on early issues of Punisher war journal. So, I mean, I guess technically I have been a Jim Lee fan for most of my comic life. I just didn't know it. You did. But, yeah. You just weren't aware exactly yeah. that you were seeking that out. Yeah. But I mean, he's a, he's the best. If you don't yeah. follow him on Instagram. Oh, he's just got some go great Instagram live where he's just like, he's just sitting down sketching. They're great. He does Twitch streaming now too. Yeah. Um, hey Jim, when you watch this, uh, how do <laughs> yeah. I get on a commission list, please? Because, yeah. oh my gosh, I would love a piece of artwork from you. Um, so tell, tell us about, 
um, a little bit of Superman. Um, yeah. Superman Unchained. So it's a so it's a nine book uh, like nice little arc. It's um, it's really not difficult to get into, which is really nice because you don't need a lot of backstory. It's not like in the middle of a larger story arc right. with it, Superman. You don't have to know what's going on between like him and Lois Lane. It's, it's okay. You know who Superman is. It's Metropolis. We're all there with you. We know what's going on. And then it's let's give the reins over to Scott Snyder, who I think was fresh off of Court of Owls when he did this mm-hmm. run. Um and then let's bring in Jim Lee along with Scott Williams to do his inking and let's just like knock this out of the park. So what I really enjoyed about this book was it started asking some questions about Superman that Mm. you don't normally get. So like it was asking about his um, like when he decides to act and he specifically gets put up against Lois Lane's dad, who's of course in charge of this like top secret military um, organization and he calls Superman out of for his inaction mm. and says, you're actually killing thousands by not stepping in in certain areas of the world. And, of course, General Lane's big uh, ace in the hole was he's actually got a super who's been around since the 1930s. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. And he goes by the name of Wraith. And he is also <laughs> absorbs the radiation from the sun. And that's where he gets his powers. And he hands Superman his ass the first time they meet. <laughs> and Which it's you don't see much. You don't see much. Um, Not and since it's, Doomsday. It, yeah. Um, and what's really interesting is that because he's been on Earth for so much longer, he knows how to do things with his powers that Superman just hasn't figured out yet. So I really liked that. And there was almost a bit of um, like teacher student going on where Mm -hmm. Wraith was able to say like, oh, the things I could teach you, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to have to kill you because eventually you're going to cross the line Mm -hmm. and the United States is going to have to rein you back in. Right. Um, So there's that really interesting dynamic that's going on too, which um, you don't, you don't see Superman challenged like one-on-one very often. Like mm-hmm. quite often, I'm, you know, like dark side comes along or doomsday and you, like, you get those things, but, um, like one-on-one and like, you know, Lex Luthor challenges really... him, but it's, yeah. that's the, the intellectual stuff or technology, exactly. and stuff, but and, it's not and often like that Lex he gets Luther, his ass handed to him in a no. fight. <laughs> and Lex Luthor, of course, like does come in and he makes an appearance in this and Batman oh, and sure. Wonder Woman, um, make appearances as well through this. So it's a really, really interesting story arc, but nice. the, the reason we wanted to do this was when we were thinking about like, okay, what are we going to kick off with and what are we going to match up with Lag of Woolen 16 in particular, as that was our introduction, right? We wanted to go with, all right, well, what else, what else also just like knocks it out of the park and we're like, well, Scott Snyder yeah. and Jim Lee, this is a no brainer. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things like, you know, there's going to be some parents coming up and, and there's there's going to be some stuff that not everybody's into. And and I mean, granted, not everybody's into superhero comic books. Not everybody's into the character of Superman. We understand that. Not everybody's into Isla Scotches or, you know, Lagavulin in particular. But for us, <laughs> for yeah. us personally, I would say that you can't go wrong with Lagavulin 16. I mean, even if you're not a huge PD fan, there's... It's not, it's not like an Octomore, which I can see on your shelf behind you from Bricklotti. Oh, yeah. uh, it's not a Lefroig. It's not. Oh, you got a Lefroig in there too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's not like a 
a really hold no. you down and punch you in the face peediness. No, no, no. There's a lot more layers in the Leg of Wool yeah. 16, um, which makes it more accessible. And again, it's just, it's a classic. You can't go wrong. And uh, yeah, and we feel like this Superman book, you really can't go wrong. So no, if you haven't read it, enjoyable. if you haven't read it, if you, if you're more of a Marvel person or you just, you're not into the Superman stories as much, give this one a shot. I mean, it's been out for so long that you can probably go to your local comic book store. It's probably yeah, potentially on a there. sale rack or something that the or, trade like the trade will yeah, be there and grab yeah. the trade. Um, please don't order it on Amazon unless you can see that the store for Amazon is through an independent, go support your local businesses. Um, Absolutely. I'll shout out heroes comics in London, Ontario, my hometown go yeah. heroes. I uh, love that store. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's great. Uh, wonderful pairing. Um, let's talk a little bit about Lagavulin. Yeah. Um, well, see, as a you've got a little, you've got a little one up on me here. So I'm going to let you take the reins and you yeah. can flex a little bit and tell us about when yeah. you actually went to the distillery. And while yeah. you tell that story, I'm just going to go ahead and go uh, drink. get in here. Absolutely. So back in 2017, I believe it was, it's been a while, but, um, my wife and I took a trip to Scotland and um, we were kind of, you know, we, we drove around and we hit some distilleries. Um, we hit uh, Talisker when we were on the Isle of Skye and went to Macallan and, and a couple other ones. Um, but obviously for me being a huge Isla fan, it was, let's, let's get to Isla. Um, it's not easy to get to Isla. Let me tell you, uh, we were staying um, at a, a super swanky, a hotel called the Cameron house, which is like right at the bottom of uh, Loch Lomond. Okay. Um, and so we got up mad early in the morning and drove um, to catch a ferry. And it was like a 90 minute or two hour ferry over to Isla. And like, we had no idea what we were doing. So we just kind of, well, let's just get to Isla and we'll figure it out. And so we get off, <clears throat> get off the boat and, um, and ask like, you know, oh, how do we, we want to get some distilleries? And they're like, well, um, Lafroig is, you know, about a, about two kilometers down the road. There's like one cab and he's right there. So you can just kind of <laughs> yeah. take you there. I'm like, sweet. So we went to Lafroig and we, you know, we booked a tour, but it was like later. And they're like, well, Lagavulin's a kilometer and a half down the road. And we're like, what? And they're like, yeah, it's like right there. It might be a little bit more. It It's not far. It's walkable. Yeah. So we walked up to Lagavulin and they weren't doing tours, but then we went into their tasting room, which I'm going to try and find for people watching this. I'm going to try and yeah. find a photo of their tasting room and put it in here for you. It's the cutest tasting room ever. And so we did a, we did a tasting of scotch and chocolate, which nice. by the way, that changed that. my whole life. Yeah. Especially with PD whiskeys. If I remember when you came back and you're like, do you have any dark chocolate? Go get gosh. some. And yeah. yeah. Get some dark chocolate with a PD whiskey. If you don't like PD whiskeys, that's how you can get into PD whiskeys. Absolutely. So, like if you like them, take a little sip of whiskey, take a bite of chocolate, and then take the sip the whiskey again. It completely changes the flavor profile. It's bonkers what that does to to PD whiskeys. Um. So anyway, so then we did the tasting. It was incredible. Uh, we went back to Lafroy, did our tour, did some tastings there, also good, and then walked back to Lagavulin. <laughs> to do the tasting, to do a tasting again, because it was so good. And then ended up buying some bottles, which I actually, I brought. Oh, show, show them off. Show. Yeah. So we've got, we brought three cause we gave one to whiskey dad. So our dad's yeah, got whis one. Whiskey dad got a good bottle. Yeah. 
but these we got some some cask strength jobbies so uh this was the 2017 distillers exclusive um which comes in at 54.1 percent abv uh and then this is the face eel which is the whiskey festival of isla yes. so it's the 2017 face eel which is a 16 year old but it's a full cask strength at 56.1 nice percent um, I do remember when traveling was a thing and I was able to come down right. and visit and I and I had a bit of that and it is fantastic. It's really good. That facial 16-year-old one's really good. You can tell yeah. with you know with this bottle. We've had it since 2017. It only comes out <laughs> at it only comes out at Christmas. It's our yeah. Christmas day uh, with celebration, the, yeah. Celebration. The the other distillers exclusive is Christmas Day and others celebrate my birthday. Okay. I really yeah. like this one. So I've given a couple slightly, samples, slightly more. Yeah. Slightly more. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for letting me try both of those. Cause no yeah. problem. Um, also I did bring this bottle as well, which uh, folks might, you might see later. You can't really see with the light, but this is the lag of 11 year old Nick Offerman edition, which uh, spoiler alert folks, maybe you might hear about yeah. that. Later <laughs> maybe maybe that's with, coming up at some point. I might come up with someone. Um, <laughs> I actually poured a little bit of the facial uh, oh, for tonight. Just, just, just for tonight. For, just for fun. Just a tiny, it's the tiniest just, little bit, but I, yeah. I wanted to but remember. I wanted to to remember because we actually didn't crack this on Christmas this year. We we had something else. So it's it's ah. been over a year since I've since I've oh, tried wow. it. So, I mean what what better what better time? Yeah. I mean I oh my gosh. Yeah. Now, I'm so sorry. You can't have some. You're not having this with me oh, right now. Wow. That's fine. what do you what are you smelling though? Like, give me some. Give me some yeah. tasting so notes. We'll, on, we'll get on it. Yeah, 16. we'll get in here. So, like, I mean, right off the hop, you obviously you do get that like the peatiness, but yeah, for, for me, it's almost it's like a smooth smoke more than like the the iodiney peat that you get in like something like a Lafroig or. Um, or when like other you know, distilleries do peated, yeah, like stuff. they do peated expressions, and yeah. it's it's more of the like it's more of the peat. This like for me, it's more of like a very smooth smokiness that right. comes across on the nose, and and I find actually that even it gets even smoother after you've had a sip. Like the yeah. first one, the first one, if you're not expecting that, like I know um, my whiskey wife isn't a big fan of Isla. Um, she's not a big fan of the campfire camp smoke and all of the peat. So like she, when I go back up after, after this, she'll know I'm coming just cause she'll be able to smell it. But <laughs> yeah. if she puts her nose into this, she kind of gets blasted away because it's, it can be a bit overpowering. I find once you actually take a bit of a sip and you've got that on your tongue, when you go back, like it's even that much smoother. And I mean, right. like of almost 16, it's, it's smooth to begin with. It is, I find, a very tame um, peated whiskey. Now, are you a but water on your whiskey? Um, no. Like, I generally, even if I get up into the cast strength stuff, I will generally drink at least half of the dram without any water. So, and for something like this, I don't find that I need to add any yeah. water. Um, if, uh, like, if people out there, if you're, you know, if it is, if you do find it a little overpowering, and mm. you know, put a drop of water in. Um, you know, yeah. you can get eye droppers. Um, eventually, you'll be able to go to a, our store and buy them for dirt cheap. But take a teaspoon, like just honestly, yeah. In something that's like the forty six, forty to forty six range, 
we say um, try not to. I tend to let it stand. Try not to put too much water um, in for something a little bit stronger cask cask strength like the this you know exclusive one that's fifty six. It could take a a little bit more, yeah. but you know it's well, like, again. You do you. If you want to yeah. throw ice in it, throw ice cubes in it. Yeah, yeah. Like we said in, uh, in our intro to whiskey article that's actually up on the website, um, we really, like, we lay it out pretty simply. Like, drink what you like, enjoy it. That's the main thing, right? That's the main mm-hmm. thing we want to get out of this. Like, read what you like and drink what you like. If you want to if you want to drink it on the rocks, because, one, that's the only way you can drink it, and that's how you enjoy it, you know, fill your boots. That's fine. Yeah. Um, are you potentially missing out on some of the subtleties and some of the nuanced flavors that are in there? Sure. Yeah. You, you won't get those layers of flavor that sort of roll in and especially like on the finish when something like this, that has a nice smooth, long finish, if it's watered down, you're going to miss out on that. Like that's where I find a lot of times adding water will cancel out some of the flavors that you're going to get on the finish, especially. So for me, I like to, I like to keep it just neat. I, I don't add water unless, um, you know, I'm getting into something. I've got um, I've got a bottle that was actually like poured right from the cask when I was over in the UK one time at the whiskey exchange. Flex. Sorry, had to. Um, but it comes in at 63 and a half percent. So that's nuts. Yeah. So the guy, the guy who poured it, he said he was at um, he went to some celebration at Buckingham Palace and said he just brought it in his flask and couldn't handle it because he didn't have any water to add to it. Right. Um, so that one I'll take like a tiny sip and then I will actually put a teaspoon of water into it because like 63 and a half percent is just, you're, you're almost, the alcohol content is so much that you're actually missing on the flavors because of the alcohol burn. Right. So then, you know, I'm, I'm all about, you know, adding a bit of water to mellow out the, like the alcohol so that you can actually access the flavors that are sitting there underneath. But uh, for something like this, I'm, I'm all about just getting in there, shoving my nose yeah. in and, uh, and yeah. enjoying what's again, uh, we're, we're also huge Pete fans. So for us, yeah, like this true. is, you know, like that, yeah. that, that Octomar from Brooklady, which we're going to get to as well at some point, yeah. you know, that's, those are 50 something percent and a hilarious yeah. amount of Pete. And, oh, yeah. and I'll, I'll, I'll go into that neat, no problem. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's me again. That's one where, if I ever pour any of that, like we did a group tasting where we did an Octomore, yeah. and when I did like the first little bit and like took the neck pour out to do like a sample run, like my wife was like two floors up and she was like, "What the hell are you drinking? <laughs> what's happened? <laughs> yeah, what's on fire? Um, yeah, but yeah. So yeah, I mean that's that's us. Uh, we love the yeah. Pete. We love Lagavulin. Um, there's a reason you, um, why it's so popular. There's, yeah. uh, you know, it's believe the hype. So the price, what's the price point on that one now, to be honest? So I, I believe the Legvolen 16. So we're, we're in Ontario and Canada. And yeah. so these are Canadian dollars. Um, I believe it's currently at 145. 145, 150-ish. I think somewhere yeah. right around there. Um, so it's, it's, not a, it's, it's not, not cheap. a super cheap one by any no. means. We know that. Um, um, but again, it's, I still feel like this is in the, like, it's not in the, you're bought, you're paying a premium for like an 18 year old or like a 21 year old where you're right. getting over $200. Right. So this is for 16, like for 16 year old whiskey, that is this good. 
I mean, this is just what the market's at right now. But yeah, and I think it's totally worth it. Again, I'm going to go buy another bottle this week. Yeah, because you know, killing it right now is because <laughs> it's sad. And I, I've yeah. always said there are you always there, have. There's like a very very small list of whiskey that, for me personally, will always be in my house. Um, I'm going to go a day or two without Lagavulin like yeah. 16 in my house, which is sacrilegious in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there are a few on that list of like, every person should have this in their house. This is one of those whiskeys. Um, yeah, really before we get into teasers and stuff, let's do yeah. our, our grading. Oh, so yeah. on this, we, we're giving scores out. Um, so we're grading it kind of like how when you grade comics, <laughs> which is the CGC, uh, but we're doing, um, it's the CWG CWG, the Canadian whiskey geeks, uh, rating. So what we do is out of 10, we score the whiskey, we score the book, and then we score what we feel they are paired together. So I'm going to let you go first on comic. So yeah, I will go comic and I really enjoy this. Um, I guess we, we should probably say about our gradings is we don't hand out tens very often. No. Um, so we really reserve those for like, special. this was amazing. Special, special, this was, special. yeah. So, um, so that being said, I'm giving this, um, based on story artwork and like sort of the, the impact that this one had is asking some questions outside of your normal super, you know, like Cape wearing superhero story. Uh, I'm going with a nine. Mm. Um, I, nice. it is a beautiful book. Jim Lee yeah. is at the top of his game. And like I said, Scott Snyder, um, had just done the court of owls run, which was incredible and really brought a new, like a new angle to looking at Superman. So here for this, so like, so I'm going with, uh, with a nine for the book for me. What about you? Perfect. I give it an eight, five. Um, it's almost nine. For me, I mean, it's the all the exact same stuff that you yeah. just said. Jim Lee's the goat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scott Snyder, very close to goat status from a writer. I mean, ugh, comic book writer to be labeled the best of all time for a writer. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. There's tough. a couple <clears throat> Frank Miller and a couple people have, uh, <laughs> have Stan some, Lee has some thoughts. Hard. I mean, it's really hard for Jim Lee to crack goat status when Jack Kirby is. <laughs> art wow. is still there but or neil adams but anyway um so yeah eight eight five for me great story i really love it um i'll go first for whiskey yeah um uh it's it's a it's a nine for me i want to say eight five because i want to save nines <laughs> the, and tens nines for something for... special but i mean again you need legable in 16 in your collection or in your house i always have it yeah. Um, I'm always going to have it. It's what brought me into the world of fine whiskey. Um, so much so that I went to the distillery and bought and, three bottles and spent a lot of money there. Yeah. And if there wasn't travel restrictions, I would have gone back already <laughs> yeah. and done it again. So, yeah. but it can't quite get 10 because very, very few yeah. things are going to get perfect tens um these like distillers editions this 56.1 had a tiny sip of it might get close because yeah. it's real good but yeah yeah so it's a, that's a nine a, for me 
we'll have to find a super special book to pair with to pair with something like that right yeah um well i'm i'm exactly there with you for all the exact same reasons it's uh it's a nine for me from from the first nosing to when you're finishing which i'm getting close thankfully it wasn't a bottle kill for me so i've got some more i can re-up um so yeah it's a it's a nine for me as well and i'll just jump right ahead to the pairing um i got nines for both and i've got nine for this um i thought this was a really strong uh pairing it's it's got you know, two of the best going on the comic side. It's got one of the best distilleries with their flagship, uh, their flagship whiskey. So it's uh, it's a nine overall for me. Same, yeah. yeah. Nine nine for the pairing. Um, I almost I almost went nine five for the pairing just because you can't go wrong on any on either side. Yeah. Like, pour a glass of Legable in sixteen. Read this book. You're in for a very very good night. It's going to be quite enjoyable. Yeah. Um. So yes, but nine. I think that's fair or, uh, or afternoon because or afternoon. I whipped through the last six books actually this afternoon yeah. and might've poured a little lag of Olin, uh, nice. as well while I was, nice. uh, while I was ripping through just like preparing for this. So, yeah. and it was fantastic. Yeah. I also can't come right out of the gate in our very no. first episode with a 10. That's no. just crazy talk, but I mean, no, nines are still people, pretty crazy. Yeah. People will start expecting, um, you know, everything's going to be like that. So yeah. It won't be. Don't worry. <laughs> um, before got we get out solid of here, sevens coming. Oh yeah. Before we get out of here, we should yeah. give people a quick teaser about how things are going to roll yeah. out. So a, a few housekeeping things. Number one, <laughs> you're going to notice in future episodes that things may look a little bit different. Uh, someone's. Uh, I just redid my basement setup. So we've we have already recorded a few episodes um, prior to this one. <laughs> because we didn't know which one we wanted to be first. So yeah. we've, we banked some content, we've got some ready to go. Um, and then we decided to do this one as, as the first one. So you're going to notice some, some things that are different. Um, but we're going to be doing this in uh, volumes or basically seasons for those yeah. listening to, to podcasts. So uh, I think it's going to be, was it six or eight? Yeah, I think, we're gonna do, I think the, we're going to do six for the first one with a couple right. of bonuses because uh, we did the first couple, we just, we only had audio. So yeah. we're going to put those out as like bonus, uh, you know, yeah. audio only medium for, for everyone on YouTube, we'll still put it up on YouTube, but there's yeah. just, there's no video recorded for yeah. it. So you're not going to get to look at our gorgeous faces. No, you'll <laughs> have to just deal with the professional comic book artwork, I guess. It's like, yeah, we'll put up comic yeah. artwork for those. Um, okay. But for, and then for content wise, um, so make sure you're going to the whiskeygeeks.com. You can check out the, um, the companion article for this. Now I want to do also want to say that in our teaser trailer that we dropped, we did say we were going to be alternating weeks. We were going to go podcast one week article next week. We've already changed our minds. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do them both at the same time. So you yeah. can go to the whiskeygeeks.com right now and read the article. Uh, that's up Please do. Uh, about this one. Uh, and so then in two weeks, we'll be back with the next one. So it's going to be on two week cycles. Um, we'll be putting up uh, content on our social media at the whiskey geeks at Instagram. So go follow us there. Keep Please checking do. the website. We'll be putting up some other content as well. Like Alex alluded to, we do have a intro to whiskey and an intro to comics article that are on the site. So if you yep. are coming to us from the whiskey world and you know nothing about comics, um, there is a wonderful article that'll kind of give you a primer for, uh, for yeah. comics. If you're coming to us from the comic world and you want to learn about whiskey, the intro to whiskey article is fantastic. You did a great job on both of those. I must say, thank you very much. Um, and, uh, and you can kind of learn all about the different regions and all that fun stuff. And we're going to yeah, have more content good. about 
how whiskeys get flavors. It's a good overview. Yeah, it's it, it's a good overview. It gives yeah. sort of like a flavor profile for like all the different places or all the main places that are making whiskey these days. Um, it goes a bit more in depth into Scotland with the different Scotch uh, regions, but it gives a good, some good ideas of where you can go. And the main idea of that is you need to find something that's going to um, sit well with your palate. Yeah. There's no bad whiskey. It's just, it might not taste good for you. So it'll be right find, for you. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Yeah. Um, on so, yeah the, and then as things go along like, too, um, I think the majority of the first volume season is scotch. Um, yes. There is a blend. There is a blend. We, we do have a blend. So it's not all single malts. We're not that snobby. We've got some non-age <laughs> statement stuff too. So we're we not, we're not, our whole thing is we don't want to be snobby with scotch. So we're, we're not against non-age statements. There's a non-age statement coming up that yep. is one of my favorites. Really good. <laughs> really good. Um, um, so yeah, so we've blend, got the blend that we have coming. It's fantastic. Really good. Um, so yeah. And then in, when we get into volume two and stuff, we've got, we've got the whole year mapped out, but we're going to be hitting some, some whiskey from Canada. We're going to be hitting some Japanese whiskey. We're going to be hitting stuff uh, from America as well. Some, uh, potentially some bourbons. We've got a book that we think would go really well with a bourbon. We think we got that one figured yes. out. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to be hitting it kind of all over the place, but I mean, in this volume, we've got, more Isla. Um, yep. Got an Isla. We've got a Highland. Highland. Got a Campbelltown. Um, Campbelltown. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, Book-wise, we've got mm -hmm. Marvel, uh, yep. DC Tonight. Yep. We've got something from Image. Yep. Uh, Aftershock. We'll be hitting Aftershock. Aftershock. Um, yeah. The We'll be getting I into Dark IDW. Horse. IDW. <laughs> yep. um, Boom Studios. Yep. Um, we're so going to be trying of, to, trying it's to cover not a lot gonna of stuff. Be, yeah. It's not all going to be superheroes wearing capes, mm -hmm. um, you know, big team ups. It's not going to be all that. We've got some really interesting books that thanks to people that work at our local comic book shops kind of steered us in the direction of those, which yeah. likely we never would have found. And so happy we did because they've, they've been some of the, either the best or funnest reads um, that yeah. we've had. So really Absolutely. excited to share those. Um, give me one, um, either whiskey or book that you are going to tell the listeners slash washers about that you're really excited about that's coming up from this first volume. Oh, like one of the, like spoil yeah. a title yeah, kind spoil of spoil a title, spoil a Ooh. title or a whiskey. What's uh, like what that. are you excited about? <clears throat> um, book wise, yep. I'm going to, Oh, podcasts here. So sorry. Oh, if you that's so good. Almost made, almost made our initial close. episode <laughs> without having podcast come in You're probably gonna hear that a lot in most episodes um there she is uh i'm gonna say um i'm gonna go book one mm -hmm. a book that i'm sorry i'm gonna grab this cat bring her up show, show the show the people hey everybody it's podcat <laughs> it's not actually her name but uh it could be. i've done multiple podcasts and she makes an appearance in every single episode i've ever yeah. done no matter what uh <laughs> I'm going to, so I'm going to go, yeah. so go book. Yep. Um, and the book that I'm really excited to talk about with everybody is dark arc. Oh, great call. If you don't know dark arc, I can just real quickly, um, yeah. real quick spoiler. Um, think of the Bible and how Noah took two of every animal. Uh, 
potentially there was a warlock who was instructed to take two of every monster. Maybe. I.e. vampires and werewolves and manticores. So this so cool. is the story that follows that arc. And it's so amazing. Yeah. So you give me um, a whiskey that you're excited to right. talk about. Well, I mean, you know which one I'm going to pick, I imagine. Mm. It's it's this bad boy right here. Mm. I'm really excited to talk about Octomore. Um, it is an absolute beast. It is the most peated uh, whiskey on the market. Yep. Um, my specific one, um, the way they measure it is parts per million. Um, do we? Do you know off the top of your head where Lagavulin comes in? I don't. Um, sorry. No. I, I mean, I want to say most Islas come in around the thirty to forty range in parts per million, and that's for the phenols. That and that's what gives the peat and smoke flavor. Um, that Octomore that I have is at one hundred and sixty-seven parts <laughs> per million. So yikes. Yeah, um, but it's incredibly. It's incredibly layered. It's very. It's got an incredible long finish, and it. We did this one in a tasting. We we said earlier, but uh, with a, a a virtual tasting that we ran with a group of folks, and people were blown away. Yeah. And then they had a bit of dark chocolate and took another sip. And one of uh, one of my good buddies actually just started like had to put himself on mute because he just started laughing because yeah. he couldn't believe the flavor profile change. It's, so it's crazy. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. And yeah. and I'll say right now that'll be a bottle kill for me. When mm. uh, when we do that one, oh, yeah, I know I, I know I only have a dram left, and I'm just I'm just saving it for that. So that's what I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I've got the the ounce that you sent me for when we do that podcast, and it's been yeah. sitting in my cabinet for a while. I remember the first time I had Octomore, I think I had like the same reaction. The first time I ever tried it, I like took the tiniest sip, and then had to like sit down because yeah. I was just like, and I started laughing. It was just yeah. like, yeah, what the hell just happened? Yeah. Um, it's a it's a punch in the mouth of incredible concentrated smoke that then lingers and then changes. Anyways, yeah, anyway, we will we'll we get will to go it. in depth to that, and it's got a great uh, book pairing as well that we won't. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it all. Yeah. So, so yeah. So awesome. Cool. This is awesome, hey everybody. Uh, episode one in the books. Thank you so How much. About it? Um, thank you to Lagavulin <laughs> and to DC Comics and yes. uh, you know Jim Lee and Scott Snyder and Scott Williams for being for, awesome for making that book for us to read um yeah. go and get all of that stuff at your local liquor local, stores local and comic, comic book shop. shop um i need to thank our good friend colin response for Please the use of his song something about your love is our theme song uh you heard it at the top of this podcast you're going to hear it again here at the end it's from his self-titled album it's like call and response but his name colin so go and check him out on spotify buy his stuff please he is a really really amazing 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 person and really appreciate him letting us use that as our theme song um but hey episode one in the books uh, make sure you're subscribing on youtube or spotify or apple Podcasts, wherever you're hearing this go to our instagram give us a five-star rating that would be great that, that'd and be fantastic lastly we have an email address it's the whiskey geeks at gmail.com tell us your favorite pairings or tell us a book or a whiskey that you think that we should cover because we're yeah, always into absolutely. trying new stuff so tell us what your favorites are uh and go to our website yeah thanks so much everyone and uh remember scotch and stories they were made for each other Woo, have a good Woo. one